Welcome, world, to We Live on a Planet. I'm your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 455. It's Friday, January 22nd, 2021. January has just flown by. As always, this podcast is done in one take, no edits, perfectly imperfect podcast coming out of central New York, right in the beautiful city of Oswego, New York, right on the cool lake shores of Lake Ontario. Speaking of cool, let's put one in for the archives for the weather so we know what was happening on this day. It's 34 degrees Fahrenheit currently, feels like 23, highs are going to be about 34. Winds are out of the west, southwest, 19 miles per hour. No snow, really. It's been unseasonably warm here in central New York. I'll take it. We have a good show. Stick around, sit back, enjoy. We'll be right Access granted. Access is granted to you. Welcome back. Let's do our quote to start the, start the show. This is from Roy T. Bennett. Focus on your strengths, not your weaknesses. Focus on your character, not your reputation. Focus on your blessings, not your misfortunes. I like that one from Roy T. Bennett. It's hard to focus on your strengths when it's easier to think of your weaknesses. I feel I've been very strong in my sobriety, so I've got to remember that. Focus on your character, not your reputation. That's hard to do, too. You know, you're always worried about what other people are thinking. You want others to like you or see you in a certain way. So that's something that's difficult to do sometimes, but I'm trying to. I think the older I've gotten, the easier that has become to focus more just on my character. I've always thought about my character anyways and my reputation. I want to be known well, but your character stands for more. And focus on your blessings, not your misfortunes. And I'm so blessed. I feel like I have so many misfortunes a lot of time, you know, feeling like I had a sentence of bipolar, like that's just the worst sentence I could have ever gotten. And yeah, that's a misfortune. Yes, that's something I deal with and struggle with, but I'm doing my best to maintain and I'm trying to uh, count my blessings of what I've made it through that I've gone over 26 some odd years dealing with this and I'm still here. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for so many things. I talked to my therapist the other day and it went really well. I had a lot of things to talk to him about and um, I was telling him about my diving. Remember me telling you how I started diving class, Patty? Professional Association of Diving Instructors. So I'll get my PADI certification. And um, my therapist thought it was a real good idea because diving, you have to really concentrate on your breath. And you breathe slow, deep breaths. And with anxiety, that's one of the things that you can do is concentrate on your breath and slow your breathing down and slow, deep breaths. 
but I'm feeling a little discouraged because um, the test part, I've already, I'm on chapter, I've done uh, three sections in the book. I got to section three in the Patty book and I feel pretty good about it. There's a test at the end of each section, but in between each each section, there's little mini quizzes in between. And so um, it's like a learning base book and my coach, that's what I'm calling him, Carl, from Frida's, let's shout out Freedom Scuba in Baldwinsville, New York. Shout out to you guys. It's nice because it's only about a 32-minute drive from my house. And Coach, who I call him, he's a retired teacher. I think he said 40-plus years as a teacher. And um, he is still a high school football coach, and he's been coaching for over 40 years as well. And so hence the name calling him Coach. If you follow the show, I talked a little bit about um, – going to meet him and that I probably would end up calling him coach I kept calling him sir and he said uh you can call me Carl or most people just call me coach I said I think I'll call you coach so shout out to Freedom Scuba Baldwinsville and coach thank you it was a pleasure meeting you I look forward to continue but like I said I have some reservations now because filling out the questionnaire the medical part if you answer yes to any of the questions, you have to go see a doctor and get cleared to scuba. And unfortunately, I had to answer six yeses on this question here. And um, one of them was, have you ever had a pneumothorax, which is a punctured lung? And I have. And that happened to me in 2019 in March to 17th, March 17th, 2019, I was hit head on and uh, was trapped in my car for about an hour and they had to cut me out of it. And during the impact, I broke all kinds of ribs. I broke my sternum, broke my clavicle, broke my leg, punctured a lung. Uh, I was just in rough shape in rehab in the hospital for a long time in a wheelchair all that stuff. So we'll talk about that when we come back in more. Stick around. And magically we're back. And so like I was saying before the break, the reservations now that I have, that I have to be cleared from a doctor because um, it said, I looked it up, my wife looked it up, we both looked it up online. If you've had a pneumothorax that just was spontaneous, that just happened for no reason, then you are a no-dive. That means you can't dive. But if you've had a pneumothorax due to other reasons, such as injury, which I have, that doesn't um, disqualify you from diving. I just don't know how long it is. Um, a pneumothorax takes like 48 to 70-some-odd hours to heal. So it was pretty quick. Um, and so it happened in 2019. But I had other things that I had to say yes to, like, do you take medications? And I do, because I have to take medications to try to manage my mood symptoms. And um, so I had to say yes to that. And I'm worried what coach, how 
not worried what he's going to say, but just knowing there's an obstacle there in front of me. There was already an obstacle a little bit in the training of the course because there's some math, and my math skills are not very strong, and it's simple math, but I can't do simple math. I have issues and problems with that, and um, just some of my issues that I have for some reason. And um, so, but I struggled through that and was able to do that. But now I'm worried about, you know, I'm just fearful that I'll be 30, 40 feet down. And then all of a sudden the pressure on my lungs or on my chest or one of my ribs or one of my, you know, my not one of my, but my only clavicle that I broke, something going awry. And that's just a weird feeling or fear because ribs heal, all that stuff heals. But um, yeah, just to say yes when I didn't want to, but you have to be honest on the questionnaire. You have to be honest because scuba diving is a sport that you're putting your trust and into others too because you have a buddy and so if I'm not being honest I could be putting others at jeopardy so I'm really hoping that I am able to scuba dive I'm hoping that my doctors are able to sign off on it like I said my therapist thought it was a good idea for me to do because of um, to help with anxiety because you have to be very calm while you're diving so uh, let's jump topics a little bit. My anchor woes. I'm still going on 32 emails later with anchor. Anchor is the podcast provider I'm using right now to talk to you. And I've been using them since the beginning that I started. We live on a planet over three years ago. And for some reason, um, my podcast is no longer searchable on the anchor mobile app and all my ish, um, episodes no longer show up on the Anchor mobile app either, showing that I'm just like a ghost, like that I quit. So if you used to listen through Anchor, you you can't. And then it's frustrating because I know that some of my listenership has I've lost because if they did listen through Anchor and they went to look for me and they can't find me, they'd be like, huh, he just up and quit. And... um so 32 emails later with Michael and Grant are the two guys I'm dealing with through Anchor. Um, they're still really unsure if they're going to be able to fix it, believe it or not. And uh, the last the one email was like, in all transparency, we're working on people that for creating podcasts and the ease of creating podcasts. And so we're not sure if we're going to be able to fix your issue and I'm like whoa wait a minute you know I've been really patient and yes it's a free service but why am I not just a valued customer as your new customers that you're trying to have make podcasts and so I left him an email paraphrasing kind of just that and just giving you the short of it and he came back and goes you know what I realize where you're coming from and I see your situation and we're going to have our team really look into this and I ended up going on Instagram and emailing the co-founder Michael of Anchor 
or not emailing him, but messaging him on Messenger, not Messenger, but on Instagram. I doubt he'll see it, but I put it out there for the universe saying maybe the co-founder of Anchor will see it and look into it as well. <laughs> One can only hope. Stick around. We'll be right back. That's how we're coming back. Dang. Hi, producer. Welcome back. So, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. The Buffalo Bills play this Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs at 640 Eastern Time PM. The Bills are 13 and 3. The Chiefs are 14 and 2. And uh, hopefully. Dang. No, not that. Hopefully. Go where no man has gone before. Yeah, I hope the Bills, well, they've gone to the Super Bowl, but they've never won it. They went, they're the only team to go four years in a row, and unfortunately they lost. But, man, I'm hoping they can do it. And uh, shout out to my friend and listener, Michael T. Justice, who is out in KC. And uh, I'm sure he's rooting for KC, but uh, right now, Mike, I'm a Bills fan. <laughs> I'm a fan of yours because you're definitely a, a fan of the show, and I appreciate all your support. I appreciate all my listeners, all of you guys. Maybe it's your first time stopping over, so thank you for finding me here at We Live on a Planet. I do appreciate it. 450-some-odd episodes. I think my math is off a little bit, though. Like I said, when I look at uh, Apple Podcasts, it says I have like, I don't know, 420 something or whatever. So I think I miscounted somewhere along the line. When I first started doing We Live on a Planet, I didn't number my episodes or anything like that. I just put them out all manic style. And I was quite manic going through a mania when Anchor came out anyways and felt was going through quite a bit of creative juices and now lately like I was telling you last show I've just been kind of on a roller coaster I feel like I did sleep pretty well last night though so that feels good can't wait uh for that game I'm happy to I'm jumping topics but I'm happy that I'm been uh, still keeping up on yoga with my wife Kimberly uh, we started doing that um, not that long ago, and I need to be in shape movement-wise for scuba as well. And I'm really tight ever since the accident in 2019. That was a bad accident, and uh, the truck that hit me was going fast, and I was going, you know, regular speed, you know, 45, 50 miles per hour when he came right into my lane and hit me. So it was a pretty traumatic thing and I am stiff still and I my leg that I broke on cold days or damp days I still feel it and plus I'm I'll be 51 in March coming up uh, real soon man that is crazy dang. yeah now we can get a dang <laughs> uh, um what else was I saying? So, yeah, they asked, that was kind of, you know, hard for me and everything like that. But um, 
doing yoga with her is really nice. I'm going to be going to go float again real soon. So I can't wait to do that floating at Aqua Spa Float Center right here in Oswego, New York is our new sanctuary. I've been talking about that place more than once here on the podcast. And they have salt, a salt room, um, infrared sauna, a massage chairs, a hot stone massage, and then these float tanks, which are like a sensory deprivation tank. And that'll be neat. That'll be neat. Um, Jumping topic once again. Speaking of just doing things and everything, I wanted to talk one more time about my PADI, my Professional Association of Diving Instructor Certification. I got so lucky, too, because um, my brother-in-law, who's going to be my dive buddy, is he's a great guy. He's just very a, a genuinely good person, nice guy. I'm glad I get along with him. I'm so fortunate that I get along with my wife's family the way I do. And um, he's he's a brother. He's just a great guy. He has given me the equipment I need. All I need is a wetsuit now and a tank, really, and a prescription mask. I do need a special mask because of my eyesight, so... But he's given me my BCD, which is the buoyancy control device, my regulator, um, my first stage, my regulator, my uh, octahose, which is my second stage, my low pressure inflator hose, all that with my gauges and just and a dive bag and just said, here, you know, I was getting tanks and buying some equipment and... Uh, I can't remember where he found it, but he's like, here, have it. So thank you so much, Jason. I appreciate your generosity, and it's so kind of you, and I'm, I'm excited for that. We'll be right back. And just like that, we're back. So thanks again, bro. I appreciate your... Uh, generosity and so I'm I'm pretty well set up I just need to get a couple other things and and then it would be up to me if I decide to get all new equipment but a BCD unit I was looking those up and everything with everything that he gave me that's like over 400 some odd dollars value you know wow well let's jump topics let's learn some stuff we're gonna head on over to the fact site we'll head on over over to the History Channel's website. <clears throat> Excuse me. But before we do that, I wanted to give you a weird fact of the day. Why not? Just something different and weird and weird fact of the day. L- Lieutenant Colonel Mad Jack Churchill was the only British soldier in World War II known to have killed an enemy soldier with a long bow. Mad Jack insisted on going into battle armed with both a medieval bow and a claymore sword. Holy badass. No wonder why they called him Mad Jack. That is... Man, that's crazy. That is crazy, crazy, crazy. Going in with a longbow and uh, a claymore sword. Wow. All right, 
let's head on over to the History Channel's website and get a wrinkle on our brain. On this day in Sacramento, California courtroom, Theodore J. Kaczynski, or no, also known as the Unabomber, is arrested. And that is in... What year is that? I'm trying to find. I'm scrolling. Um, 95, he killed two people. When did they finally get him? On January 22nd, 1998. 1998, Kaczynski accepted a sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole. So I think around 98. After he attempted suicide in jail cell in 98, too, also. Man, he lived, I remember, like in this remote cabin out in the woods. And All right, skipping topics, jumping topics of this day of history, instead of talking about the Unabomber. Art, literature, and film history. In 1984, Apple's iconic 1984 commercial airs during the Super Bowl. Remember that 1984 commercial? It was in um, ode to George Orwell's 1984, and it was really controversial and all that. It featured that young woman throwing a sledgehammer through a screen. And just uh, go Google iconic Apple's 1984 commercial if you're unsure or if you're too young to remember it. It was pretty pretty groovy uh what else do we have 1901 in great britain queen queen victoria dies rest in peace queen victoria 1840 british colonists reach new zealand uh, i whenever i think of new zealand i think of the uh, haka is that what it's called that dance man that thing gives me the chills i is just so powerful that dance and I'm probably saying it wrong but 1973 Lyndon B. Johnson dies in Texas at the age of 64 former president um, 1981 final portrait of John and Yoko Ono appear on the cover of Rolling Stones Rolling Stone magazine I used to subscribe to that magazine and really enjoyed reading it and Looking forward to it whenever a new issue came out. Art, literature, and film history in 2008. Wow, that happened that long ago. Sadly, uh, the young 28-year-old Heath Ledger is found dead. Accidental prescription drug overdose apparent. Boy, he was a good joker. I always think of him uh, whenever I hear Golden Years by David Bowie. I always think of A Knight's Tale now. That was a good, weird movie, A Knight's Tale. Entertaining, totally historically incorrect, but just so fun to watch. Good, entertaining flick. Uh, U.S. government, 1973, Roe v. Wade is decided. And I think that wraps us up on this day of history. And so what we'll do when we come back, we'll head on over to the facts site and get a wrinkle on our brain there. Stick around. We'll be right back. I appreciate you. 
Welcome back. Thank you so much. We are over at the facts site. And uh, this one's an interesting one. 25 insane facts about Batman. And the reason why I wanted to bring up the Batman facts site is, uh, or facts about Batman is, back in 1989 or 88 when Batman came out, um, I was going to college at the time and graduating high school and going to college. And I got the nickname Batman in college. And it stuck with me to where I have mates right now, friends from 30 plus years later, that still call me Batman. Um, my high school friends call me Gordy, which is weird because my last name doesn't have a D in it, but Gordy does. Um, but they, I have a lot of friends from college that still call me Batman, and I like that. And I've told the story how I've got the nickname Batman, and um, maybe I'll tell it again sometime. But right now, let's learn a couple facts about Batman. And uh, here we go. We'll just jump right into the list. Artist Bob Kane and writer Bill Finger are the creators of the original character. Batman's fame came from his comic, Batman, released in 1940. But he first appeared in Detective Comics number 27 in 1939. Wow. Batman's first well-known TV performance appeared in the 1966 TV show simply named Batman. This ran for astonishing 120 episodes until it stopped in 1968. His first TV appearance was actually in 1943. It's hard to believe they had 120 episodes of that corny, hokey Batman. <laughs> no offense, Adam West. Um, Batman has been around the block over the years. He has had an array of love interests, including Julie Ma um, Madison, Catwoman, Vicki Vale, and of course, Batwoman. In order of appearances, the actors who have played our beloved Batman are Louis G. Wilson, Robert Lowry, Adam West, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian Bale, Will Arnett, and last, some people's opinion, uh, the worst, is Ben Affleck, but also right, right now uh, it's Robert Patterson who's playing is going to be the new Batman, Robert Patterson, the guy that played one of the vampires on Twilight, which I've never seen any of those movies. Um, and no offense against those movies, but I just had no interest in those. Um, in IGN's 2011 Top 100 Comic Book Heroes of All Time, Batman was only piped to the top spot by co-star Superman. Growing up, man, I've talked more than once about Superman, watching Superman first time in the theaters as a young kid I believed a man could fly that was awesome the role of Batman in 1989 Batman blockbuster was actually offered to various other stars prior to Michael Keaton including Pierce Bronson who couldn't play the part due to his opinion of the hosiery clad hero whatever known what his opinion was about it but 
In Batman Forever, the 1995 hit, Michael Keaton was actually supposed to lead, but Val Kilmer was given the opportunity because Michael Keaton simply demanded too much money. John Doe 297 is actually the online handle used by Bruce Wayne himself. Hmm. The fear-mongering city of Gotham actually landed its name simply from the writer randomly choosing a jeweler's name, Gotham Jewelers, in a telephone directory. <laughs> cool. Frank Miller, who I, that's how I really think of Batman, is generally credited with restoring Batman to his old gritty self with the Dark Knight Returns. This was a four-issue series published in 1986, where an aged Batman comes out of retirement, joined by a new Robin to clean up the streets of Gotham run amok. And it was dark, gritty, and good, and Frank Miller's was, uh, he's done some good things like Sin City and other things like that. Over the years, Batman's main rivals have been infamous Joker, the Riddler, the Penguin, Poison Ivy, the Scarecrow, and lesser-known Mr. Freeze and Clayface. The superhero's real name is Bruce. The superhero's real name, Bruce Wayne, is actually a combination of Robert the Bruce and Mad Anthony Wayne, a Scottish and American Revolutionary War hero. Wow. Um. Boy, there's a lot more stuff on Batman. I'm not going to be able to read all 25 of them. Uh, but I encourage you. <laughs> See, now your juices are flowing. If you want to learn more about Batman, head on over to thefactsite.com and uh, learn a little bit about Batman. We'll be right back. That was Easy. Wasn't it? That was easy for you to come on back. And it was easy for you to tune right in to We Live on a Planet. And I'm really happy that you did. Your time is the most valuable gift you could ever give me. Time is so precious. Something that I can never give back. So for you to spend some time with me, either this morning or whenever it may have been, Thank you. I appreciate you. You help me more than you know because coming out and talking to you is very therapeutic for me and it helps me with my thoughts and um, maybe slow them down so they don't get so jumbled. As always, please do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today. And remember, focus on your strengths, not your weaknesses. Focus on your character, not your reputation. Focus on your blessings, not your misfortunes. Roy T. Bennett. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. Take care. And I'll talk to you again soon. Peace. <laughs>